Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We're back together. Yes. Together. <laughs> back together again. Back together again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is this will be our final episode for 2021. Wow. We are. I know. I know. Wow is right. The year wow is, is up. right. Wow is right. Mm. Yep. We are entering into another Oof, another year. Let's all just stay prayerful. Ask all yes, God, universe, spirit definitely. guides, ancestors, protect us during definitely. this holiday season. Allow us to um, rise and shine uh, in 2022. So this Amen. is our last episode. Yeah. And so um, this will be just Will and I today. And we're going to kind of do... A little, we're going to have, we have some tidbits as you're going into 2022, some tidbits. Yep. But the big, big focus of um, our episode is um, we've got seven ways, seven kinds of releases, music releases that you can prepare for to do in 2022. And the trick thing is you're not even going to need that much new material. So just, this is going to be exciting. To, to, and, and, and I want to say to give credit to CD Baby, they did a whole blog on this and mm -hmm. I will include a link to their blog so that you can read more in depth what we're talking about. But I think um, as you're looking forward to 2022 and you're thinking about music and oh boy, you know, wh what now? <laughs> or how am I going to yep. handle my music career there? Um, I think that these are some pretty good tips. So awesome. We'll get into Can't. that. But before we get into that, we've got we each of us to, has. Yep. Each do of this us music has tip. a music tip. All right. So music tip number one is my new website. So for yay. all of you, yay. So all of you vocalists, <laughs> instrumentalists, and MCs, you all can go over to westmusicpro.com, W-E-S-M-U-S-I-C-P-R-O.com. And you can see there's there's not just music there. Actually, there's a bunch of resources. That's what I, I want to make clear. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff on the site, some resources for artists, independent artists uh, to help you get better at your craft. But also there's like I said, it's it's uh, my my track store. So you can license uh, tracks and beats and music for your projects. Um, if you're an artist, um, new artist just coming up and you need to have a, a bigger sound, something more professional, uh, there's a, a whole uh, catalog of great stuff for you to choose from. So go on over and check it out. Go, go, Pro. go. And, and like what kind of I have two questions real quick to your tip. Okay. What type of music? What genres? Beautiful question. I do a whole bunch of genres because <laughs> uh, and I actually say that and talk about it on the site. I, um, I'm an ethnomusicologist, say that 50 times fast. Um, you know, I, I've studied all types of music. So um, uh, hip hop, house, uh, jazz, soul, 
um, even rock. Yes. Uh, if you, you need world music as well. Um, we do that as I'm, I'm all over it. So reggae dance hall, uh, reggaeton, you know, I'm all over it. Now I am really expanding my meditation recordings and I know you really hooked a sister up and I've been, your, your songs, your music is a part of my meditation recordings. I'll talk more about that later, how you guys can get that. But do you have that kind there too? I will have that going up. Yep. New stuff is added every week. So that will be going up there for you. Awesome. And then what kind of price range are we looking at? Uh, It's, it's, um, we're starting off as real, real economical $30 for just the MP3. And then on up for the, the WAV file and MP3 50 and then, uh, 125 for, uh, the, the premium plan. And then, um, it's uh, I think it's two fifty for the unlimited. Oh, okay, guys, that's so much more economical <laughs> than if you were going to hire you know somebody to do all of that and put that all together for you. So definitely check that out. We will include that new website on our show notes to make sure. And will that? Do you have a link on our main making money in the music biz? That will be up. Website? I'll make sure that I put that up there. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. And awesome. this is quality stuff, folks. So yeah. I, I teach mixing and mastering. <laughs> so um, yes. and I and I teach music technology. So this stuff is 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 primo. <laughs> yes. So we got to get Will. I got to get Will on an IG live. I'm thinking about doing kind of some like a weekly live kind of show awesome. thing to expose my friends because I've got so many people doing so many amazing things. So. Um, it's hard nowadays to get your stuff seen because there's just so right, much. Right, it's just right. easy to scroll by stuff and be like, oh yeah, I get back to it. So, yep. all right. Awesome. Awesome. Number two. Yes. My tip is super duper easy. Come to my event this Thursday. By the time you guys hear this, it'd be Thursday, December 20. No, it's not right. this one. Ah, let me say it right. December 16th is an event, a virtual free event that I'm doing. I'm going to be previewing my music video rest um the name of the event is the power of rest um and so we're going to show the video uh damon jamal and i are going to talk about the concept of the video real briefly why we decided to do it then we're doing a panel discussion um with some of the guests from the music video um as well as some black female psychologists and life coaches to talk about um black women's health healing and wellness um because the video um, focuses and is a tribute on black women and yes. our, yes, our healing in this country. So it's going to be Beautiful. really, really fun. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. So make sure if you just go to Kenya rest dot event dot com or go to Kenya MJ music.com and you do have to get a virtual ticket to actually get the virtual link to watch. So you can't just be just waiting for me to post it on something. Uh-uh. <laughs> you need to go get the virtual link. Um, and there are opportunities if you want to pay it forward this holiday season. Um, we have some tiered pricing where you can contribute some dollars and get some goodies in return. Um, and the money that we make for that goes towards sponsoring a black woman to attend my upcoming retreat in Costa Rica. So 
Yeah, so you can pay it forward. We've almost we've got almost a thousand dollars so far contributed. Wow. So I know. So if you are in the giving spirit, I mean it can be as little as ten bucks. Could be as much as a thousand bucks, but most of the tiers are they're kind of twenty five, fifty, seventy five, a hundred. But you can do any amount um, that you like. There's so. definitely some some woman out there who needs to go on that yes. Costa Rica trip. Yes, I have women in waiting right now. The mm. only reason they're not going, they're on my waiting. Wow. Listen, they said the only thing that's separating them from going is the cost. And it is, it's a financial investment. I mean, it's six days in Costa Rica with all your meals, accommodations, mm-hmm. and yeah. workshops. So it is, it's an investment. But um, yeah, we, we're, I, I'm, you know, we're going to definitely be able to have money and we're going to continue, hopefully, we're going to continue some of that fundraising um, at the top of the year. So yes, you would definitely be paying it forward. Um, and again, when we have this panel discussion, I think you'll even have even more <laughs> um, <laughs> want to, to help. So, that's, so that was our tips. That's our tips. <laughs> <laughs> that's our tips at the tip top of the show. Tip so top. we got to gotta check, check each other out, support Kenya's activities. She's got a lot going on in the video. Haven't seen it yet, but uh, as I she's know, talked Will, about it, you got it, to come. You got she, to come. She, Will. She's talked about it, and I'm like, <laughs> I know this thing is slamming. So uh, it's a really yeah. special video. It's really yep. special. Um, we've gotten some. The people who've seen the private screenings have really given some really positive feedback. So mm-hmm. yeah, we hope that you. And um, this is not something that you you know is going to be recorded, and you can just grab it anytime. You do um, have to be there for the free ticket if you want you know, a playback, then that's a part of the, the paid options. So, cool. but Will, you're special. You know, if you can't come in live time, I guess I'll finally maybe let you, <laughs> you, see you, you know, I'll catch it, catch the clip. <laughs> 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 I'm going to catch ah. a, a private screening, you know? Yes. Yes. There'll be more screenings of it. I just am not going to let it live. Um, in the social lands quite yet. Right, it's too right. special for that. It so. is. It is. Yeah. All righty. So today, what are we going to, so, so Will and I, we were trying to figure out what are we going to talk about? We're, we're very, you know, we're artists. This is where our spontaneity comes out. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, so. and I'm, 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 I'm to the nth degree of the spectrum. I'm a jazz musician by trade. So I'm king of improvising. <laughs> ah, and he's a Libra. So Libras are like, ah, there you go. The air, where should I go today? But anyway, this, so we kind of are combining both of our, ideas um real quick we want to you know make sure if you haven't listened to this season's um shows go back and listen because we've had some really um i think some very progressive forward-thinking conversations um not your your typical you know spaces that you always go into when we start talking about music and and the business so we decided um so yeah go back and listen to them all but we said real quick that we would say individually our favorite um and then so you'll definitely want to check those out but then you know go back and check them out also will for for our fall season here ending out 2021 what for you what was your for me my favorite episode um because it was so unexpected i i did not um I, i had no clue uh how it was gonna turn out 
And it, it was just like out of left field, basically, for me. Because <laughs> when we got the, the email to uh, have this guest on our show, I was like, um, so why would we have someone from the banking industry <laughs> on our show? Um, cool. I guess let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And when when John Wapsh came on the show and we talked, it was just vibe. Uh, yeah. we, co- we connected and he's just a great like I can I see myself hanging out with this guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like he was cool and he was honest and upfront. And, you know, I pressed him on some questions and he was just like, whatever, you know, this is this is what it is. Yeah. And and yeah. it was just like the it, it took me by surprise. So that that interview with Nerve CEO John Wapsh just just really uh, stood out for me because um, the usefulness of of the idea that that him that the, him and the founders of the, the, the bank came up with just made a whole lot of sense. So yeah, that, that's my favorite. That was your favorite. Well, in true Will and Kenya fashion, we didn't tell each other which one is our favorite. That's the one I picked. <laughs> we, we were we were asking if, if we should <laughs> tell each other. But I said, no, let's make it spontaneous because that's just that's just the, the adds more interest to the situation. But that's cool. Uh, yeah, I pick for really the exact exact same reasons. I think maybe like what you said, it was just really unexpected. Yeah, you know, we do we have people who reach out to us and you know pitch themselves and so forth. And so sometimes you know we have to use a lot of discretion and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, this definitely was compelling, and so but it definitely superseded what I thought too. And like you said, I think John, he was just mad cool and his vibe was just really cool. So it was like, yeah, you want to go hang out? You want to be friends? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the CEO of a bank. Like yeah. the, he's the only CEO of a bank that I would legit say that I would be hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah. So and and really gave some really important information um, as it relates to managing your money and and the ability to to have your own and and legitimize your business in a way that I think, um, given all of the cash apps and sales and all these things, were kind of you can kind of look a little. But this, I think, having this app and you know yep. really legitimize your business. Um, yeah, so go check that out. That was episode. I think it was one eighty two. One eighty two. That's it. Yeah, episode one eighty two. So. Check that out. We're getting close to our 200 mark. Oh my gosh, it just kind of hit me when I said that yeah. out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Gonna have to. Gotta do something real special, special for again. that. Yeah, it's yeah. coming. <laughs> I don't even but, know. We, we can't yeah, improvise that we can't, one. <laughs> we can, yeah, no, that, that has to be a little bit more strategic. But um, but yeah, so 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 check out the check out definitely that episode since we both um, you know, felt like that was our favorite for the season, but the rest were all really, really good. So it's not to say that any was, you know, bad. We don't we don't seem to have bad episodes. No, I, I mean know. we we had Quincy Jones's manager <laughs> on our podcast. I mean this I know. season. Come on now. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been kind of amazing. So, well, now that we're looking forward and going into 2022, um, we wanted to end the season by giving you guys some tips and some things to be thinking about how you could continue to move your music forward while also obviously generating, um, you know, income. 
and we, I mentioned before, we found this blog um, on CD Baby that I thought would be a good way to kind of segue us into that, into the new year and to talk about seven kinds of releases, music releases that you can do in 2022. So I'm going to kind of lead the conversation. I'll let Will kind of chime in on mm-hmm. each type. Um, the real magic of this is that I think, honestly, this is, you, a lot of, of what we're going to say, you already have kind of in your hand or will be fairly easy to, to be able to get it moving. So if you feel like you're empty handed right now and, you know, where do you start? I think that this is um, for those who have lots of things, you know, in the, in the bay <laughs> that they haven't <laughs> pulled out quite yet. And then those who are still not quite having all the things yet but need to plan accordingly. I think it'd accommodate both of you. So um, the first type of release is a lead single. So that's just that main song that Mm -hmm. you maybe, you know, have just been really working on, really love. Um, You know, I know for independent artists who are just new to kind of really releasing music and recording, you probably maybe have some, a few that you've kind of worked on, but there's probably one or two that just feel really, really good. So that's one of the first kind. So yep. I don't know, Will, if you have any comments about that. Or... Well, I, I just think, um, you know, your your lead single, and that, that's pretty much what people are doing now. They're putting out singles. Um, right. But uh, the the one that you really want to, to hype up and that you want to sort of drive down people's, you know, eardrums is is the one that really ha- has the, the bite, the bite that, that uh, the teeth and the bite that that need that it needs to hang on for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and, and the lyrics need to be good. The music needs to be good. The production needs to be good. The mix needs to be good. So that that's probably the spend the most time perfecting that one. Yeah, yeah. And now I will say this: the the lead needs to have all that will set. But our second kind of release, I think, has to have even more. Uh, the follow-up single. So that's the second type is that follow-up. So, you know, they call it the sophomore jinx or like, you know, oh, that was such the jam. And then the second one comes, it's like, oh, what happened? (laughs) So I think you should, if you, if you think of kind of your catalog and, or kind of think of the song, your songs you're working on, um, there should be two, at least, real standouts Mm -hmm. and i think the first one probably should be maybe the one that like everything will just said so it's it's a strong song but that second one needs to have something that's even more delightful on it Mm. maybe it's it, it could be the the um, the arrangement, it could be that maybe the first one was like a, a, a slower, but the next one is like more fat, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. a more upbeat. upbeat song or yeah, it needs to kind of have a bit of a contrast mm-hmm. to it. Um, so that people, but yet still really strong, you know, professionally produced all of those things, but have a contrast. It can get a little bit lost if the second song is just like the first one, yeah, kind of the same, yeah, within the same, you know, lane as the first one. But your follow up single, you, you can that you probably need to have yet another song that can come out, you know, after that. Um, like Will said. This sounds like one of my composition classes. Ah. Uh, when I ask my students, what are the three ways to create form? Mm-hmm. And it's repetition, variation, mm-hmm. and contrast. Mm-hmm. There we go. See, I haven't even taken your class, but I, 
I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know just from my own experience, that's how I go about releasing music. I'll, I'll first release the one that is good. It's good and it has mm-hmm. its thing. But the one after that needs to have just a little bit more kick to it. Um, so, and then the third type of song is that you can release is an unreleased track. So meaning maybe it's something from the past that you never really mm. tackled um, or you never put it on you know, any project or let's say you have a project, an EP or something and it's actually not going on that but you just want it people you know you have this special release and that might be something that you're only given to people in your you know special communities or people who right, sign up right. for your mailing list or it has a little bit of a special gift to it um, uh, as far as not being released um, any comments about that before I say the fourth one yeah well um, that uh, of course so so this what, what we're I guess basically saying <laughs> is that all of your stuff needs to have some level of quality to it yeah so even the the free stuff or even the side stuff yeah needs to kind of be special yes and and whether whether it's a uh um a fully arranged or fully produced track i would probably lean more if you're trying to do something on this like on that side note just uh, giving away something or something for your 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 followers special followers uh, maybe an acoustic thing, maybe something trimmed down that's different from the big produced mm-hmm. um, tracks that you might might be releasing. Something that's more intimate. Yeah. So, so that's one of our other types. <laughs> now that you said that, okay. we'll bring it up. Is um, so if you if you a, another option is yes, what you just said, an acoustic mix. So it has just a it's you know it's pulling out you know the drums or it's pulling out so, so it's it's you know feeling like it's just guitar and your vocals, um, and so that can either be an additional. If you have, I would say if you are someone who's had like I've had four projects, and so there were certain songs that didn't make it off of the other projects Mm -hmm. and so those become unreleased tracks that i could you know give away kind of for free or um it might be an instrumental version of something like i have a really beautiful instrumental version of favorite things um Mm -hmm. that's just kind of sitting in my pocket right now (laughs) and i know that i could you know put that somewhere just to be special um and then i also have some other acoustic mixes so that actually that acoustic mix brought us to four um and then there is a fifth one, and I think this is getting more and more common. This is something I did big time to extend the life of my music and has still really served me well, and that's authorized. Notice as I said authorized. Um, authorized remixes. Mm. Remixes. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, doing, doing a remix, um, uh, shoot. I, one of my the tracks uh, that I released uh, it was uh, with Wayna, a, a song I wrote, and Wayna sang sang the track mm-hmm. for me. And um, uh, I did three versions mm-hmm. <laughs> of. I basically did like a main version, and then three t- two other versions in completely different styles. Yeah, and so it could be considered a remix. Um, one is sort of uh, uh, the original one was a go go mix. Yeah. And then there was like a, a, a neo soul slow jam type mix, and then there was like this pop electronic type mix. So, so that's, see that you I mean, had like you had a whole EP off of one. Basically, song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I was able to create a whole nother album from just remixing. You know, I, I had been doing remixes on singles. And so then we just put it all together and made it into a collective. So there's a lot there you that you can do with remixes and with house music and um, yep. so much doing so well right now um, in the industry. Um, it's definitely you know, feasible. You just got to make sure though, because people will try to grab your stuff and remix it themselves and you'll be totally unaware of that. So, you know, mm -hmm. make sure you're getting, you know, the right people um, to, to remix and reaching out. There's a lot of, of producers obviously out here remixing. I think one of the best ways is to actually listen to some remixes that you like mm -hmm. and then reaching mm -hmm. out to that producer um it's pretty accessible producers this is a part of the you know remix producers this is their jam they're looking for artists they're looking for interesting music to remix and put their own spin on things um but understand that it is your still final decision like you they can put their spin and if you yep. decide well i don't really like that spin you know you need to make sure you are authorizing it so um so that was the fifth and then the sixth we got two more is some live versions of you um, performing. So, mm. yeah, I mean, yep. we've been doing all this virtual stuff and, you know, home concerts and people are starting to get back out, you know, in the streets a little bit. So if you can get yep. that recorded um, and, you know, you might need to get that a little mixed because depending on how the recording um, was captured, but it's a great right, way right. to give people another type of experience uh, with a song, and it could, that could be your lead song, that that lead single that you drop. But now you give them um, a live version, you give them an acoustic version, you then give them a remix version, and you had just that one song. So yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So I don't know any other comments. Yeah, about and the and, live. and giving giving. Um uh, your your fans, your you know devoted fans, or pe people on your, your Patreon or uh, Indiegogo, that give give them some of the the live recordings. Like if you perform a lot and you just have different versions, different recordings, you know, just provide that for them. You know that that'll make them feel you know really close to you, right? And sort of like a, a part of the the movement, right? Basically, right? Exactly. So. Um, I know I will be doing some Christmas give giveaway. Like I mentioned, favorite things, I have a whole instrumental version of that. So mm -hmm. my Patreon people will get to tap into that. So, um, And then last but not least, and this is always something I think that exists and, you know, it's, it's always a goodie. You don't make as much money off of it, but it is a way to really get people to pay attention to you and for your your individuality to come out in a familiar song and that's to do a cover song um, <clears throat> and release your take on a cover. Um, you got to be careful with that um, because you can't get too much into things where it's no longer the cover. I was like, what song is that? But mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. it is a way, again, you know, when people are familiar with a song, um, they don't have to buy into that yet. Like you, when you have an original song, there's a lot of buy-in <laughs> that's, right, that's right. happening. But if it's a cover song, you know, and it's a cover song that was well-received, um, people are already kind of hooked in by that particular song. The thing is, is now that you got them hooked, it better be good. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So so yeah. Th this, this is um, sort of the thing about doing covers and, this also uh, it'll be making a statement about you as an as an artist. Uh, what what I encourage you to do is listen to yourself. 
Go back over your own material and listen to yourself and and basically study or hone in on the elements that you think make you sound like you. Mm-hmm. So this is what the your fans and your listeners that when when they hear your your stuff or they hear your voice or hear whatever instrument you play, they they know that that's you because of certain things that you do. Right. And right. and either, whether it's the instrumentation, the arrangement, the way you sing, they know that it's you because there's an identity that you have yes. in the way you deliver a song. Yes. And then when you do a cover, do do you? Yes. Do the the elements that make up you as an artist? Do that on the cover. Yes, three million percent. And and thank you for saying that because I think sometimes people will get caught up in the cover, especially when it's a cover of somebody who also has a very distinct yep. sound. And you'll try to, you know, they'll find themselves copy. trying to copy, right? And then that's when it becomes a catastrophe, right? Because yes. <laughs> um, it's like you're not gonna sound like them. I don't care how much you sound like them. You're not, and that's not even mm-hmm. the goal. Why repeat the very that's song the that they could go just go get? Like you know, I can just go get that my is, that Whitney yeah. song. Why why do I need to hear you yep. sing it just like Whitney? Um, I always say, because I do a lot of rearranging of covers, I have a lot of fun with them. And I think one of the things to, to, to do um, and that I pay attention to is if you are a female voice taking a male voice song, automatically you're going to put it in a different space just by exactly. putting the female quality or you know vice versa. Um, the other thing is switching genres up a bit. So if it's a song that is traditionally um, a classic you know, jazz piece and you make it into a more R&B soulful piece, or if it's something mm-hmm. that is a more traditional R&B, you make it more jazz um, or you make it you know, more hip hop or you put it in another kind of space that way. Um, so gender, so John, not gender, genre bending <laughs> allows you to kind of get into um, being able to put your own thing. And then if you do that on top of those signature things that are true to you, it really can become a really special song um, that people are like, oh, wow, okay, you know. And so, yeah, yeah it's, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, Ray, Ray Charles singing a jazz standard like Stella by Starlight. And then uh, Sarah Vaughn singing the, the same song mm-hmm. are two d- totally different versions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's because they have a style. Right. They have a way of approaching it. And and even in instrumentation, even back then, everybody used the same instruments. But the way Ray Charles used the piano. Exactly. And, and sang was different from the way Sarah. So it, that that's sort of the, the thing that we're getting at. And. And, you know, I, I went way back to some jazz artists, <laughs> but, you know, uh, it, we can bring it all the way forward. There's there's just ways of doing a song like a Dionne Warwick does it. Mm-hmm. She does it way different than than, uh, you know, anybody from from the jazz era. Right. Though. And, you know, right. We, so you get the point. And, and one of the things that's happening right now, it's not, these are not covers, but they're taking the styling. So Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac, you know, everybody is all on, you know, oh, they're so, this is so hot and they're just bringing it back. Right. That was kind of pretty genius of them because really yep. they are, you know, they're, they're only taking a style that was so classic. And then they're just adding just a bit of just a tiny bit of today but them yeah yeah, them themselves though bruno is all up in it so it feels Mm -hmm. like you know an anderson pox same idea is all up in it but they're taking you know a very classic style that you know is not 
new at all, which is what's making people so excited about it. So um, pay attention. You know, there's a lot of ways to, without feeling like you got to start from scratch. Um, There's, there's, there's a lot of ways to do that. So those were our seven kinds of music releases that you can plan for in 2022. Obviously you don't have to do all seven. (laughs) You could just Mm -hmm. pick, you know, two or one or six, whatever. Um, But it just gives you some ideas of how you could be looking at um, getting your music out there. So, yeah. And sort of the point at at this time is, is getting uh, fresh and new and consistent content out to your your listeners you get you have to um, keep your audience engaged yeah and because it like you just said at the top of the show is that everybody's attention spans are flying around like a bunch of butterflies <laughs> and folks are not focused on anything yep, so to get their attention much. you gotta have some nectar you do <laughs> and repetition guys it's gonna feel you it's it's gonna feel probably a little bit more frustrating because of the level of repetition meaning the level of times you have to kind of really let people be mm-hmm. aware that you are um that you have these new singles out um please don't get um don't feel um what's the word disappointed or, or rejected um if mm-hmm. you know it's just not on fire or whatever again it's it's really less about that it's more about just you know putting in putting in your your true work and um and understanding Staying that you it. have to do it many many times and that's just yeah. the natural course of it that's just what it is so that's what it is all awesome. righty that was great <laughs> yeah i think we did good for our Spontane- spontaneity. Uh, we kind of were spontaneous yeah, about you all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's we're artists. That's how, that's, how, that's how we roll. Yeah, that's that's how we do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a beautiful holiday season with your loved yes. ones. Get some rest, yes. please. And the power of rest. Yes, power, lots, and come to my event so that you can get even more motivated for that rest and go to Will's site so that you can go get creative while you rest and listen to his music. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of ways to put this all together. So, oh, all Definitely. right. All right. Well, happy yep, holidays, everybody. Have a great one. Yeah. Happy holidays. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.